Hello and welcome to Nobody Meets Somebody, the podcast where two comedians who are currently nobody try to meet someone who is famous. My name is Mary Picarazzi, and as y'all can see, my co-host, Tanvir Aurora, is not here for today's episode because him and his wife just had a baby. Yeah, we're super excited. I am so happy for them. I wish them the best during this bonding time, but we'll see them next episode. In today's episode, we got to talk with Eric Rivetta. He has appeared on numerous shows. We talked in The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, Just for Laugh and out in Montreal, Kevin Hart's Laugh Out Loud Network. He has multiple specials on HBO. He's an awesome guy. Let's not waste any time. Let's talk with Eric. Hi, Eric. How are you doing? I am good. Uh, <laughs> I'm here in sunny California, and uh, you're going to have to excuse me. I'm picking up my son from school, so if he jumps into the car... Do not seem alarmed. I'm not getting robbed. I'm not getting carjacked. It's just my kid. Just random kids just popping in the car. Yeah, yeah. we don't know how California goes, but <laughs> no, that's great. So sunny out there. We're, I'm out here in San Antonio. It is very hot and sunny. So we're starting the, the summer roll already. Okay. I trade yeah, your weather, though. I, I, love, I love San Antonio, but you guys do get hot. Like, you guys take heat to a whole different level. Yeah. Yeah, we just had hail two days ago. So, yeah, we're right on schedule. <laughs> okay. All right. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll trade your weather in a heartbeat. <laughs> all right. Before we begin our episode, we always have my handy dandy shiny hat with all of our magic questions in there. We're just gonna go through, kind of spitball, and then uh, get started. Okay. Roll through it. All right. Let's do it. Who do you fangirl over? Who do I? Fa- you know, I'll tell you this. I'm a, I'm, I'm a Yankee fan, uh, and there was one year we went down to spring training in Tampa. And Derek Jeter was still on the team. This is how I'm, I'm dating myself. This is how years back it was. And my wife, uh, she's she was like, "Oh, he's not, he's not that cute." And I was like, "All right, cool." Uh, so my friend was playing on the team. So like, I'm back. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I got a good seat, and then I can go down into uh, into the stadium to meet the players. And Jeter's walking towards me and my wife. And uh, at that moment, I was like, "Oh, I need." I need more balls. Can you go run to the store and like, like a little shop to get more balls so I can get stuff signed? She goes, sure. She starts walking. Jeter's walking towards her. He stops her. He's like, hey, girl. And she clearly giggles. And I was like, hold on. <laughs> so part of me was angry. But again, I fangirl over Jeter. So I'm like, I'm going to allow it. I'm going to allow it. Okay, sure. If it's good yes. enough for the captain, it's good enough for me. Sure. <laughs> Who is your friend on the team? Uh, Justin Maxwell. He played, uh, I think he played a year or two with them, and then he was at, over at the Royals, and he bounced yeah. around a little bit. So are you going to watch the, the 30 for 30 they have coming up for with the, the captain, I guess, the new show they're doing? The of documentary? course. Of course. Yeah. Mike, I've got two kids. My youngest kid plays T-ball. He wears number two. So we might have to end, end this interview early. I'm a diehard Cubs fan, so. Uh... Okay. Yeah, but see, we're different leagues. Idea. American League, National League, we're good. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, but I'm of the mind anybody but the Yankees, so. <laughs> okay. It's only because y'all won so much, that's why. We haven't won. It took us a while to win our, you know, it took us a while. Well, it's, it's been a while since we won, so. <laughs> well, this is true. This is true. Uh, let's roll to the next question. What is a meal you could eat every day without getting tired of it? Pizza. Hands down. You, what pizza kind is of the pizza? best Just meal all? ever. Pizza is the I will fight anybody. I'm challenging all your listeners. Pizza is the greatest food you could have for breakfast, lunch, dinner. You can't do that with anyone. You can have it cold. You can have it hot. It, it's the best meal 
fight me at Eric Rivera Comedy on Instagram. Look, <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Oh, what you can style? have burgers. What no, style burgers are we getting, doing? Uh, New York style, of course. Come on. Okay. Like, come you have, on. You, like, a folder? I, 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 you a folder? Of course. I told okay. my kids, right? You fold it. If I see you with a fork and knife, I will slap them out of your hand. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> you eat pizza. Oh, we differ on that too. So, wow, this is going to be a real interesting interview. <laughs> We will never meet in person, sir. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is a good one. What advice would you give comedians that are trying to break into a club or bigger venues? Uh, just be nice to people. Be nice to the staff because they have more uh, pull than you think they like. Just be nice to the wait staff. Make friends with them. Tip them. That's tip. Please tip. Oh, my God. I can't. Like, there's nothing worse than, you know, when I do a weekend somewhere and there's like a younger comic trying to break in. And he orders and doesn't tip. These people talk amongst each other. And guess what? The owner will be like, oh, who'd you guys like? Oh, well, we didn't like Mr. Cheapskate over there who <laughs> ordered the pizza and ate it with a fork and knife. Tip. <laughs> I know, by the way, at Younger Comics, I know you're not making a lot of money, but if you can throw a couple bucks, they'll remember that. They'll be like, oh, he, he threw me like two, three bucks. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does pay, especially especially when half the time we get a lot of stuff comped anyway while we're back there, you know? Yeah. You're getting charged for one out of three drinks maybe, so yeah, it does. I agree with that. Always got to be nice to your waist staff. What about um, talking with, like, general managers or booking agents that are, or booking talent that's there for the club? Again, just be friendly, be personable. Don't be jerks. I can't I can't stand when, like, <laughs> people just walk up to these poor GMs and they're like, you know, I, I headline, like, just... Hey, any opportunities, keep me in mind and just be friendly and, and touch base. Don't get mad at them because they're not booking you again. They have hundreds of people hitting them up. Hundreds. They've got agents hitting them up. They've got managers hitting them up. Be nice and check in. Hang out. You you never know. Just hanging out. What could happen? Somebody's late. Somebody doesn't show up. They go, hey, that guy's a nice dude. Hey, go do five minutes and you're, you're in. That's fair. Yeah. Ooh, have you ever gotten in trouble for a joke of yours? Uh, so I, I personally have never gotten in trouble because uh, I'm, I'm I, I usually veer. Like when I first started doing comedy, like the the advice I got was like you should start clean, and not that I'm squeaky squeaky clean. I'm not Brian Regan clean, but I've learned that you know being TV clean was the way to go because you could always go dirtier. You can always go, you can go from clean to dirty easy. Dirty to clean is a lot harder. Mm-hmm. And that was the advice I always took, and uh, you know that's that's what I've I've sort of you know built my comedy on. And and if you're a dirty comic, you're like look, times have changed now. Where now there's so many streamers and stuff. Like dirty is a new thing. Like so, you know, if, if you're like this advice, snakes. Look, if you do have to do <laughs> Fallon or like Conan or you know, it's a lot harder. Like I've seen comics like, oh, what if instead of saying uh, this word, I say duty? I'm like, well, you can try it. <laughs> uh, that'd be interesting. <laughs> I work real well on Conan Rip, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, ooh, what is something you have always wanted to try? Wait, hold on. Wait, what kind of question is this? Let's get into your life goals here. <laughs> <laughs> something I've always wanted to try. Like, are we talking food? Are we talking sexual? Like, what are we talking here? Mary, what, what do you... I feel like you're setting me up. Is there something... Did my wife set you up? 
I don't know. Uh, He's about to get canceled. <laughs> She's about to jump in like, no. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you can go anywhere you want. You can go food. You can go sexual. You could just, you know, maybe have a hobby like a normal fucking person. But if you want to oh, go okay, with that. Okay, all right. Don't come at me like this. Uh, no, I, you know what? Like, I think, I think the cool thing about uh, comedy is like, it puts you in situations where, you know, you just, you're always traveling and is experiencing new stuff. Like that's, you know, I, I don't want this to be like an advice show, but like if you're a comic and you're traveling or a new comics even like, and you get the chance to go on the road, go try stuff. Don't just sit in a hotel. Like I've always yes. been of like that school of like, I'm gonna go try stuff. Like I just recently went to Hawaii and I was like, oh, I wanna surf. I've never surfed in my life. My people nice. don't surf. Anytime you watch Shark Week, we're not missing limbs. <laughs> we are not we in don't, the water. We don't, we don't mess in the water. No, no you've never seen like a guy, I was in the water and they shark. <laughs> like it's always some goofy white girl, blue eyes. Like ah, I love surfing. Look, just go try it. I tried it. Why? Because I've never done it before, and now it's a story. So do it. Well, now now you're saying food. What food haven't you tried that you wanted to try? I've always like I've always wanted to go like to Thailand or like Japan, where there's like. This old cook that comes out. Like, by the way, this is all made up. There's no restaurant. I just watch a lot of movies and the guy, oh, this guy that makes the best. He's, he's the only one that knows this ancient recipe. And it's, be, I don't know, some kind of octopus egg. I don't know like hole in the wall. I don't yeah. think octopus have eggs. I don't think yeah. octopuses lay eggs. No, they Look, don't. I, this is why I do comedy. I'm not a learned man. But, you know, think about it. You can go to Thailand and do a twofer. You can do a new sexual position and new food. There you go. A little or, and, and combine them all. A little octopus egg sex. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad your kid is not in the car right now. <laughs> not yet. We got those out. Uh, worst show you've ever done. Oh, man. Like, and worst is- could be worst could be relative. It could be you personally had a worst show or yeah. the venue or the crowd. I mean, there's a lot of aspects, right? What would you put there yeah. at the top? So I did this fundraiser in Arizona. Uh, this was years back. It was for some school foundation. And first of all, like when they picked me up, they sent the dude in a truck. Like, like don't get me wrong. I, I'm not at the level where you send a limo and a, a nice driver. But this, this dude in a truck, like who just happened to be in the area, they called him up. And he was starting to tell me stories about how he was transporting stuff across the border illegally. And I was like, oh, okay. Are, am I going to, are we getting arrested? What's happening? Uh, I get to the venue and they don't have a stage. It's, uh, by the way, they didn't rent out the whole venue. So it, it, picture it's, it looks like an Applebee's almost. And they've only got a section of it. Um, like, I, I love The Office. Like, did you ever see The Office yeah. where he has his awards thing? Yeah. He's only got part back. of the restaurant. Yeah. And but the <laughs> restaurant's open. So this is what it's like. So I'm at this restaurant. There's no stage, no spotlight. They have a microphone that's hooked up to the speaker because it's like a karaoke thing. And what they end up doing is, I was like, oh, but everybody can't see me. They're like, well, you'll stand in the booth. So they have me standing in a booth. I can't really move because if I move, I'm going to fall out of the booth. Uh, There's no spotlight, so no one can see my face. If you're sitting right there, you see my face. The people in the back don't see my face. I'm talking. Yeah, I'm watching people eating with their families, not paying attention. It's so bad. So they hired me to do two shows. I was supposed to do a 7 o'clock and then I was going to do like a, a, a quick nine o'clock or something like that because they had like an auction. They had all sorts of stuff happening. After I do the seven o'clock uh, and I swallow my pride, I go sit down outside because I was like, I don't want to sit in here with these people. They just watch 
me miserably bombed. Uh, the lady comes and I was supposed to get dinner. I was supposed to get all this stuff. She comes with a little, uh, like a, one of those prepackaged ham sandwiches. She goes, here you go. And I was like, oh, I hadn't ordered yet. She goes, no, no, we're going to take you back. Here's your check, by the way. Uh, thank you so much. And I was like, I was like, oh, I guess I'm not doing the nine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I, I sadly just held the check and ate my sandwich back at the hotel. And I was like, I have to catch this first thing in the morning because I have a feeling they may cancel. They did not. Uh, I did get paid for it. To their credit. But it, but it was terrible. <laughs> That was bad where you did You're like, all right, I'll do a nine. They're like, no, no, yeah. no, we're, we're, we're done with you. Yeah. By the way, I was also looking at the menu. I was like, oh, I'm going to get the steak tips. Like, oh, some shrimp. She's like, here's <laughs> this ham sandwich we got. Probably out of the vending machine. Just thank you. Did you check the date? Did you check the date? I did. It was still good. And I, but like, there's nothing worse than bombing. No, and you can have the best food in front of you after bombing. It's the saddest meal ever. Oh, yeah. It's like the Charlie Brown music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, a hundred. Wow, that. Wow, okay. Yeah, I haven't had to sit on a table or a booth, so yeah, there's that. Yeah. So uh, that's what I love about comedy. You can do it like people don't take into consideration everything you need, and they're like, Oh, he'll just do it in my backyard standing on this picnic table. And you're like, That's not how it works, okay? Yeah. And but we don't have so, problems, but we're but we want so we're like, We're so broken, we're like, We'll do it, okay. <laughs> You're gonna give us some brisket? We'll take it. Let's go. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Did you always plan on being a clean comic? Uh, yes, yes. I, I, well, I grew up. Very, I grew up very religious. I grew up uh, Pentecostal Christian. Uh, we were, you know, a very religious home. And also, like, I knew at some point my mother was gonna come see my act. <laughs> so I was like, I might. As, I sh I should go clean because. I don't need, she already hated that I was going to do comedy. And I was like, uh, the deal I had made with her, because I dropped out of school. I was like, I'm, I did what I want to do. And she was like, don't do that. And I was like, just give me a year. I was very cocky. I was like, give me give me a year and then come out and see me. So I I was like, I have to be clean. Because if I she comes out and I'm like, oh, you guys, you ever just, you ever getting hurt? And she'd be like, what? No. <laughs> she would have sent me to like boarding school or her. It cleansed me somehow with a priest. So yeah. How old were you at that time? I was, uh, I think I was 21. Yeah. So that's the difference with Latinos. So as a Latina, I am worried about the same thing. Like if I have family coming, I'm not about to drop, you know, all my dick jokes, but yeah. I have, you have white comics that are like, yeah, my mom loves dick jokes. I'm like, yeah. what? How did you oh, grow yeah. up? Yeah. Like I'm I, I, I trust me. Cause I've seen a lot of like young white comics and their families are there and they're up there like, you guys, you ever eaten butt? And you're like, oh, your mom is there. Wrong. She's she can hear you, and they're so supportive. They're like, oh, Trevor's so funny, and you're like, oh my god. Yeah, I don't. I don't get. I cannot. I cannot get behind that. I'm like, no, no. I want well, my I'm, child to I'm, fear me in the audience. I'm I'm married. I have kids, and I'm still terrified to be to drop any kind of profanity for my mother. Like I'm 100. still like yes. Yes. I'm like, she doesn't know I curse. She doesn't know I've had sex. I've got two kids. She doesn't know. <laughs> they just appeared. Well, my name is yeah. Mary, so my kids just appeared. Okay, that's how yeah. that happened. Okay. <laughs> um, ooh, this is a good one. What is your dream gig? You've been on HBO. You've been you've had you've had specials, you've had quite a lot of uh success and I would say, and it wasn't so random, like it's been pretty steady for you. Yeah. So it's been a great trajectory. What is your dream gig that you're waiting for? 
Or working waiting for or working uh, towards? You know, it's so funny. It's like I feel like when I when I started comedy, there was always those those bucket lists of like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. Like as far as TV, like I've done those quote unquote bucket list things that have been done. I don't. I was having this conversation the other day. Like somebody was like, oh, don't you want to do like another hour special? I I don't. <laughs> so <laughs> weird. I just I don't think people have the attention span to watch me. That's for so not true. an hour like i don't think people will have the attention for an hour like and now there's so many different platforms like youtube and instagram and like where you can cut up clips and people can find you and watch you true. you know um i think for me like a, a dream gig would be uh, you know being from new york i'd love to one day play the garden and that doesn't mean like i'm headlining the garden i would just love to do a set <laughs> on someone else's show there's no pressure there's none. i just walk out 10 minutes and then Go grab a slice. That was amazing. <laughs> Here's in the front. Like, anybody want to see the show? Let's go. Just start yeah. getting people in. <laughs> who would you want? Who would you do a show with that would headline? Oh, I would love to like do a show with like Chappelle or or uh, or George Lopez or Kevin Hart. Like somebody that I've I've admired for for quite some time. Okay, that's cool. I'll go with that. Uh, going to another random question because that is what our podcast is. Uh -huh. Do you have a hidden talent? Do I have a hidden talent? I, you know, I'm I'm very open book uh, when it comes to stuff. Hold on one sec because my kid is looking sure. for me. You're fine. Uh, <laughs> hold on, Jay. Sorry, everybody's seeing this. This now. is like, awesome. I love this, Julian. <laughs> Yo, over here. Yeah. I like how you're not walking towards him. You're just staying by the car. I know. I just saw. Hold on. I got a mom yelling at me and everything. Because I'm watching what might happen here. Get in. We're TikToking. Uh, what, what was the question? I'm sorry. You're fine. Hidden talent. What is your hidden talent? Um, like I said, I'm I'm a pretty open book, so like I, I'll put a lot of stuff online. Like I cook, I I run. Like I don't think I've got anything hidden where people go, oh, I, that caught us off guard. <laughs> well, it'd be like I don't know, like play the like play harmonica or something or something that you know. Like, Again, I would have put. Listen, at, at the age of content, I'd be on I live. Been, uh, like, hey guys, I play. <laughs> There's no, there's no hidden anymore. There's no. Oh, you don't keep something like, back like that. That's a big deal for me. I'm not anywhere near success, obviously, because we're having this conversation. I'm on this side, but the idea is like for me, it's like I like having my own. Like this is yeah. my space where no well, one. I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing that is hidden, but I, you know, I'm, not that I, I do it purposefully, but like I, people, a lot of people don't know. I like I have tattoos because every you time you see me and you see my Instagram, it's like you know I've got shirts on and. And then when people see them, they're like, oh, hold on. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, that's fair. That's fair. I have all I have tattoos that most people in my comedy scene don't know yet because they're all cover upable. Because that yeah. was the thing my parents said. You're gonna get tattoos, make sure that you don't ruin your life with them. So you exactly. cover them up. Same again. <laughs> I, I'm terrified of my mother, so I get tattoos that I can hide. Well, I was gonna get a tattoo on my wrist actually, and it ended up falling through. And my mom was like, "See, I told you you weren't supposed to get it on your." I'm like, "Okay, you know what? You're right. You might be right." There you go. <laughs> um, ooh, this is kind of follows up what you were saying. How important is social media as a comedian? Oh, it is very important now. Like now, it's it's one of those things. Like I think, you know, Dane Cook was the first pioneer of it. Like, you know, people forget how big he was, and it was because of MySpace. Like he. Yeah. 
interact it and use it at the best of his uh, abilities. And now it's like, we don't need, like, if you look at someone like Andrew Schultz, Andrew Schultz is a perfect example. Like he, he's just direct to consumer. Like he doesn't need middlemen. Like he doesn't need the specials. Like, yeah, it's great when he gets them, but for the most part, like his fans, he, he's got a direct port to them and he can just go, Hey guys, I'm going to be at this theater. And he just sells out like gone are the times where, an unknown comic could just build a following through, you know, through the club and stuff. Like now it's just, it's yeah. very, like, I, I, I tell everybody like that, like, ah, I don't want to do TikTok. I don't want to, like, get on everything because you don't know. Like, it, it could just take one clip you put up and then boom, it's taken off. And overnight you're like, oh my God, like, what's happening? Like my, my friend, I'm, I'm really good friends with Angela Johnson. Like, she tells us, she tells the story of like, you know, she did this bit, Nail Salon. Uh, she recorded, put it up on YouTube, and she's like, I showed up to an open mic one night, and it's packed. And the guy that was running the open mic goes, hey, they're all here for you. Whoa. She's like, what are you, what are you talking about? It's like, yeah, they all keep asking about the nail salon, girl. It's you. <laughs> she's like, I'll put that new shit away. We're not going to do that one tonight. <laughs> yeah. Guess we're doing nail salon tonight. <laughs> I guess we're doing that. No, but that that's interesting, though. Like, if you were starting comedy now, right? Would how how would you get invested early on in social media, or wait till oh, yeah. you build up a set and wait till you've gotten yourself established? No, you you got to get on social media, like like because it's two different muscles. Like yeah, there's the there's you know the stand up portion of it, and like I constantly work on the stand up, go to the open mics, go to the shows, keep working out new bits. But like the social media is a whole different ball game of just letting people get to know who you are, showing them like what your life is like, also creating different content. Like that's that's awesome to be able to write little sketches, mini sketches that you think are funny, like 30 yeah. second clip. That's a different muscle that I think, you know, as comics, like we need to have, it's, a, I always say you have a toolbox and the more tools you can have in that toolbox, the better. Like, especially, you know, coming out to LA when I moved out here, it's like, like oh, can you write? Can you direct? Can you write sketches? Can you do this? Can you do that? Like. If you have all those tools and they're all sharpened, like there's no denying you. Well, I mean, so how much do you think the social media has changed? So even moving out to LA, right? We're I'm in Texas. Austin's kind of our new mini LA. So we almost don't have to move. Is it even worth getting an agent to some degree? You're gonna start thinking comedians can pretty much be their middlemen. How yeah. much is that how much does that improve, you know, their overall stake in comedy? I think I look, I I I, I I don't think we should go chasing agents. Like when you have a product that's making noise, the agents will come to you. Uh, but right now, just just focus and build. I, I hate saying it because it sounds so skeevy. You salesman, build your brand. Build your brand. Like, <laughs> but that's that's technically what it is. What, what you're doing, you're building a company. Like I know stand up is fun, and we get to hang out with our friends and say outlandish stuff on stage. But the, at the same time, you're your own company. You're the CEO of you. And that's the way we have to look at it. Because sometimes we're just like, whatever, it's just having fun. And how come I'm not getting, well, what are you doing? What are you putting out there to get the, the, the notoriety, to get noticed, to, to, to get more bookings? Like, oh, what's all that work you're doing? You're the yeah. CEO of your own company. So use the social media to your advantage. I mean, that's something that I was told early on when I started stand up out here was that don't worry about who's getting what booking. Be so funny that they have to go to you. And I was exactly. like, you know what? That's that's legit. So whenever I'm not getting booked, because, you know, in every scene, there's going to be your favorites. There's going to yeah. be people that are going to obviously get more preferential treatment. 
you just have to be funnier where they have to come to you. And they're going to be like, you know, I don't want to book you, but you do bring in people. So, you know, right. it's for, for good. Yeah. I feel that. Uh, how often do you write? I try to write every day. And again, uh, going back to the toolbox, it doesn't necessarily have to be stand up every day. Some days I'm, I'm working on a script. Some days I'm working on a script idea. Some days I'm working on a sketch. Some days I'm writing stand up. But if you can try to write every day, even at, it's so funny, like, you know, uh, there's, there's comics like like the Mark Normans and stuff who come from the Seinfeld school and Seinfeld will sit there for like an hour or two and you're just like, oh my God. And then there's, you know, the New Year's resolution comes around like, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna sit down for an hour, I'm gonna write. And then you sit there and you're like, this is terrible. Like, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you're not a big writer, like I, I say, write, please write, even if it's for a minute. Start small. Don't set yourself up to fail. It's almost like going to the gym. Like I'm gonna lose forty pounds today. You're not today. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna sit down today if you've never written and write for an hour. Just go. You know what? I'm gonna write for like two minutes, yeah. and start doing that every day. And then sooner or later, you'll notice that those two minutes grow into three minutes, four minutes, five, and then you'll start getting into you know working out that muscle and getting exactly. into a, a pattern of going. Oh, I like writing. I only write fifteen minutes a day, or I write this, I write that. Or I can sit here long periods of time and write longer. Depends on where that optimal point is for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when you write, are you a pencil paper person? Do you do combination of computer? Like, what is your preferred method? I I prefer uh, computer. Like, I, I'll sit in front of my laptop, just jot ideas down uh, on my notepad, on my uh, on my phone, uh, yes. just because. Uh, my wife always makes fun that I write so slow. She's like, "Oh my god, it's taking forever." <laughs> Cause my mother would like drill into me, like you have to work on your print. So I, I, I like, it's painstakingly slow. Like anytime we go out and we have to fill out forms, I was like, I'm going to do it. Cause I you can't sit here and watch you for two hours. See, I do the same thing with my husband just because he writes horribly. I'm like, no, I want to be able to read this. I don't need them to know what medication I'm allergic to that you just couldn't spell correctly. Right. Also, yeah, I, no. I, I write, I, I write everything. So she gets mad. She's like, that's not what they're asking. Like when we did a medical form once and it was like, any allergies? Like cats. She's like, idiot, they're not going to give you a cat. I was like, well, it said if I had allergies, I'm allergic to cats. She goes, what do you think? They're going to prescribe cats? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe a therapy cat. You're out in LA. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. I'll take a therapy cat. <laughs> but I'm allergic. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, what would you do if you couldn't do comedy? Yeah, I don't know. I like, and I, I, I'm answering this with full honesty because I sat there during the pandemic. I think we all did. We all started looking at like, I'm gonna go back to school. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get my life together. Uh, I, I, I looked. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I went on like Monster.com and Hot Jobs, and I was like, what can I do? I am not qualified to do anything. Like I, first of all, I don't, I don't have a college degree, so I'm out on like. 80% of the jobs and everything else just sounds horrible. I'm like, I don't like, I, I, I came to the realization. I was like, I think I'm going to have to sell cell phones at a kiosk like that. Yeah. What I can do and I'm qualified for at this point, maybe sell cars, but I'm not a car guy. So I don't know enough about it. Like, is that a V8 engine? I don't know. Look at the sticker, dude. <laughs> what does the paper say? I don't know. What does it say on the door? I don't know. But that's true. A lot of people during the pandemic was like, 
Yeah, is this going to be forever? Like, what's happening? I mean, this was a long, of course, down here in Texas, we kind of had a mini pandemic. We're, yeah. What pandemic? <laughs> yeah, fuck the pandemic. This is, COVID, this is hampering our COVID. <laughs> so, okay. This is hampering our style. Let's just open shit yeah. up again. Yeah. No, uh, but the, there's definitely the idea of like, is this my life now? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh. I think we all panicked and we were all like, what, what else can I do? And uh we uh, a lot of us learned that hey maybe i can just show my private time on only fans like that's all i can do and I'm more just, power to you if you made money good for you but I i'm can't not do gonna that. lie there's my some women still alive my mother <laughs> is alive and she would see it <laughs> i think even if, even even i'm thinking even when i have relatives that pass on they can still see me like no oh, yeah. <laughs> like no yeah. i'm so i'm so terrified my mother like i feel like i was like even if i like cut my face off she would know she's like that's my son that's his nipple <laughs> and she would call me look what i saw that's you i'm like no it's not i gave birth to you that's you why were you on OnlyFans, Mom? Yeah, yeah. How, how, wait, hold on. How'd you get on? The church group told me I prayed and I got there. <laughs> I don't trust it. But that was I have a friend of mine that uh, had a friend that made two thousand dollars every three weeks just showing feet pictures, and I'm like, my feet? Like that's not bad. Like I show my feet yeah. when I go to walk around. So. I was like, let me think about this. <laughs> right? Right. I'm just saying there's potential in there. There's potential. Uh ooh, what was your last non-comedy job? Uh are we talking stand-up? No, like outside of comedy before you oh, started, like what was your last oh, real was, job? Yeah. So I was I was working for this uh telecommunication company. I was uh customer service. Uh the the, the company was uh like a toll-free number leasing site. And it was so funny because uh it was literally two employees and the boss so i would do customer service and whenever they want to talk to like a manager i would just do a different voice of like hold on i'll patch you through to david and i'll just hey hello this is david because <laughs> <laughs> there was no one else and he didn't want to talk to anybody so i would just do voices and kill time He's like, I heard your concerns. Yes, yes. He yeah. is a horrible employee. Yes. <laughs> I will we'll talk to him. <laughs> That's funny. And then how did you quit that job? Did you just end up quitting or is it fired? He, he fired me. And I'm going to put fired in quotes because he just realized that my hours were getting shorter and shorter and my attention wasn't to the job. And then one day he just pulled me on to the guy. He was like, hey, things are a little slow. Why don't you uh, why don't you take a couple of days and I'll call you once things start picking up. And I was like, sure. And then like two weeks later, I was like, I don't think he's calling. I think I, I think he fired me. But he was such a nice guy. He didn't like confrontation. He was just like, hey, just take a couple of days. Take a little, a little vacation. I was like, okay. She just like ghosted you on the job. Yeah. <laughs> what a nice way to get fired, though. I know. I know. Yeah. By the way, he's, he'll email me from time. I'm like, how you been? I'm like, good. Oh, oh my God. Is, are things picking up? Are things. <laughs> Do you no, need me again? <laughs> yeah. We were waiting for that for the pandemic. Oh my god, do yeah. I did you need me again? Yeah, I can come in. <laughs> I can work remote too. We're good. Yeah. Uh my last question that we do ask every guest that comes, and we do want to thank you for your time. I know you get your kid in the back of the car. Yeah, in, ca in case people think I'm lying. There he is. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> He's just like, what else? <laughs> He's so like used to it at this point. Uh our last question is when someone Googles you, what do you want your autocomplete to be? I, I, I like that it, because uh, I've Googled myself, I like that it's Eric Rivera's comedy. For a while, it wasn't. Uh, it was, uh, there was a news story 
and uh, you guys can Google it later. But there was a guy in upstate New York, which wasn't good because I was living in New York at the time, who was caught. Uh, he was like he was sneaking into to, to stables, <laughs> and and he was uh, he was getting very fornicating with the horses. Oh my! So uh, mm. mind you, like I'm a couple years into comedy when this all happened, and uh, I would go do gigs, and when I would get there, like I could see the look of concern on people's faces. Excuse me, real, uh, uh, Eric Rivera, right? And I'm like, yeah. Oh so we we Googled you. And I was, oh yeah, yeah. But I'm not I'm not that guy. And they go, not okay, the horse good. guy. <laughs> I'm not, I don't I don't like horses. And they go, oh my god, thank you. I'm uh, allergic. You see my form? Yeah, I'm allergic <laughs> to horses and cats. Uh, so I, I like that now. It'll pop up Eric Rivera comedy and this this good stuff. I think, but that's with time. Like I've been doing it so, such a long period of time that. Good stuff. I, I fixed my name, guys. Yay! Yeah. But when you name. want, so when you want someone to Google, you want to put. They want them to put Eric Rivera comedy. I want no. I want Eric Rivera. It'll pop up on its own. Like <laughs> comedy shows up. Thank goodness. Fair enough. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. Got that algorithm down. Anybody, if anybody else out there with the name Eric Rivera, do not mess it up for us. I have. <laughs> I have given us good standing. How many You're people do you think are just impersonating you? Yes, I am oh. the comedian. Yes, I am. I'm the I'm the comedian. <laughs> Can I go see the stables? Hold on. <laughs> -uh. Well, we definitely want to thank you for your time. Appreciate it so much. Uh, we, so that's our show for today. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, that's our show for this week. Uh, we want to thank Eric Rivetta. It was a phenomenal to talk with him today. I'm so glad his kid did not come in the car at the wrong time of this interview. <laughs> Yay, we're not getting canceled. If y'all enjoyed the episode, please share us on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Share us on everything. And if you really, really liked it, you can also share us with your friends, families, and enemies. Till next time.